Welcome, everybody. This is Texas Tim with the Tuesday edition of Holy Commutes. Holy Commutes is the only daily podcast dedicated to all things wiffle ball. This is Tuesday, July 19th. Boy, is it hot here in Texas. Uh, we have had a streak of high uh, temperatures, um, setting records, and um this past weekend was was no different, over 101, and we hosted the medium pitch Texas Wiffle Ball Championships and had teams traveling in to participate in this event. I want to recap that right now. The Texas Wiffle Ball State Championships for medium pitch only. This is not the fast pitch event. It just happened this past weekend, so it's fresh on my mind. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that. For the first time ever, we held uh, a Division II and a Division I um, for the state tournament. Instead of lumping them all together and the weaker teams just sort of being fodder for the top teams, we decided to split it out this year and then we had great success. Division two turned out to be fantastic. And I want to talk a little bit about both those right now. So we had nine teams in the division two um, uh, bracket. I want to talk a little bit about those a little bit um, as we speak. So what we did was the format was four games of seeding, not pool play, because odd number nine, hard to do even number pools. So we did four random seeding games in which we had a, a live draw last week in front of everybody on Zoom and um, turned out really well. So it took us probably three and a half hours to get through, uh, maybe three and a half to four hours to get through the seeding games, the four seating uh, games for each team and division two we with the nine teams we took the top six to the playoffs i'm really excited had a lot of uh, new teams coming out onto this the scene this year um, had some youth teams talk about those in a minute uh, so it turned out really really awesome so after the seeding games we had, we had some experienced teams playing. We had Andy's from Georgetown. Um, I thought they would do a little bit better than what they did just because they, they have some experience. Um, we had uh, the Goats, which is a mixture of some crafty veterans and some fairly new players in the last, say the last year. Uh, and they did pretty, pretty well, especially in the seeding games. We had a team down from way south Texas, uh, the Blade Runners, which they they started off crushing the ball. I was really impressed with their bats early on. Um, had two teams from the Corpus area, the Robstown area, down there close to the coast, which is the Rough Riders and Sign Stealers. Um, two youth teams from a neighboring town, the TXWL Blue and Red, Wings West from I think a collaboration of some Liberty Hill kids. Um, the Dirt Dogs, which were also a combination of some kids and their and their fathers, um, and they all uh, battled it out. And so, only was able to take six of the nine teams moving forward. Two teams didn't win a game, but they were competitive in some some of those. 
Um, and sort of Andy's was the odd man out. They only won one game or really thought they would be more successful uh, than they ended up being, um, you know, because they've held their own uh, during other tournaments and other leagues. And so I really thought they'd have a better showing. So the six teams after seeding, uh, the top two teams are going to get a bye. The six teams after seeding uh, were uh, the the number one seed was the Rough Riders. They went 4-0. And Sign Steelers were the number two team. They also went 4-0, but did not have as good of run differential as the Rough Riders. So they got a bye in the first round, which led to the, uh, uh, the, the three seed, which was the Goats, playing TXWL Red. And then the Blade Runners was the four seed playing the five seed TXWL Blue. Now, TXWL Blue and Red were 13-year-old kids. They could play. They could swing the stick. And a couple of their pitchers were pretty darn good. Um, Blue had a, a really good, they had two and two. They both, the Red and the Blue, had a two and two seeding matchups. Red, unfortunately, their two losses ended up coming to on the hands of Rough Riders and Sign Stealers only by one run. These kids can play. This is the future of wiffle ball in our area. These kids can flat out play. Um, so really excited to see how they came on and was super competitive all day long. And those two losses were only by one run and to the two top seeded teams. Now, First round, right off the bat, TXW Blue plays the Blade Runners, and Blue ends up losing to the Blade Runners one to nothing. Wow, it was a great game. It was tied, uh, even going later in the in the innings, and boom, um, end up end up being uh, a one to nothing game where the where the Blade Runners uh, moved on, and the next game. Uh, the Goats and TXWL Red. Goats had a really good seeding games. They played really well, crafty veterans. Uh, Frank Lucero is a crafty veteran playing for about 20 years of whiffs. They had Brad Euler on the team is a good, pretty good pitcher. And 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 uh, had, had Roley on their team, which is very been a veteran for several years. Um, and Mitch, they had so they had the 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 tools there, the the pieces to to make a run at this. Well, Red got hot and beat them nine to three in that, and so uh, a slight upset right there. So Red moves on to play the Sign Stealers, and Rough Riders advance to play the the Blade Runners. Now we're in the semifinals here. Uh, the Rough Riders got to tell you they have a couple of guys that are. D1 type of wiffle ball players. They have played in lots of competitions. So of the sign stealers, but neither neither team has placed first or second in any of our events in the last two years. So they're eligible to play division two, but they do have uh, some experience on both these teams. Rough Riders were, were able to uh, beat the Blade Runners uh, six to two, and, you know, very competitive game. Rough Riders advance to the championship game, and and TXW uh, L Red um, played the Sign Steelers, and this went extra innings. An incredible game, maybe the best game of the day that I actually sat there and watched. Uh, it, it was back and forth. 
red would take a lead uh, as visitors and stun sign signals would come back and tie it up. This went to the eighth inning to where we had to start off with bases loaded. Um, and red took advantage of it and uh, got the key hits that they needed. And then the bottom half of the eighth got the clutch clutch uh, close down inning that they needed and wins this game nine to five to advance to the championship game. Here we got these 13 year old uh, energetic kids. They remind me of TC 35 back in the day, running on and off the field with that energy um, in the championship game. Championship game did not disappoint. Rough Riders was the best team of the day. Uh, and uh, they end up beating TXWL Red just four to two. And Ryan Garza from the Rough Riders was the MVP and won that Babs Big Flies award bat, which Babs did a great job, is really awesome. But the Rough Riders come out as division two champions, meaning they cannot play in this division two bracket next year. So they'll have to move up if they come back to participate. So Rough Riders wins the Division II um, state championship and deservingly so. Ryan Garza was was clutch. Um, he, he pitched well. Um, you know, he, he, he did a great job. He w really wasn't the pitcher that I expected to throw a lot uh, on that day, but he he uh, he did really, really good job. So super, super job. And I can't say enough about how well they played. And I also can't say enough about how well the, the red team played and the blue. The blue's got some players on it, too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they they actually are really are going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're playing baseball, so we won't see them a lot. Uh, we're only going to see them every so often because they're baseball players. And uh, saw some great things out of uh, Boatwright with Wings West. Uh, th those kids are new to this style, never played, and red and blue was just that way last year. And I think Wings West, if if uh, uh, if Boatwright stays with it, I saw him throwing some pitches that were pretty nasty with Wings West, and hopefully he sticks with playing some whiffs in the future. Uh, those guys are going to be really good. So, uh, but anyway, that was sort of the rough uh, summing up on uh, Division Two. Now let's go to Division Division One. And man, this, this field was loaded all the way up and down. There was only one team that um, I knew that was was going to struggle, and that's Marquay. Marquay, brand new team, playing whiffs, and they want to play Division One. And they had I tried to talk them out of it uh, to play Division Two. I think Division Two they would have made a run at winning the whole thing, um, but they took their lumps early, learning the system, and. Um, played well their last two games, but still lost. But this team, if they continue to play, is going to get a lot better. And we may be talking about them next year, um, uh, you know, in the same uh, voice that I'm talking about some of these other teams. There's one adult and there's a couple of teenagers, uh, but they had nothing to hang their head, head about. They were playing the best teams in the state. Um, unfortunately, they went 0-4, so we had 11 teams in Division One. We uh, had, again, four-game seeding, and we were only going to take the top eight, so three teams were going to be out. And we had two teams go 0-4, uh, 
in that bunch. And one of those teams was Cheese Dogs. They have struggled in, in you know, they struggled yet uh, on this past weekend, but typically they're a really good medium pitch team. They just didn't have it Saturday. They just didn't have it. They didn't have the excitement. They didn't have the uh, energy. But just last month in June, they finished second in one of our tournaments and beating a lot of these same teams. So a um, little disappointment in, in the result of the Cheese Dogs because they're a much better team than their 0-4 record uh, shows. But the playoffs actually started with the first game. Since not everybody were making it, was making it in, uh, it made action uh, really good right off the bat in the morning on Saturday. So two teams, so those two teams went 0-4, Marque and uh, Cheese Dogs, which leave one other team during pool play that was going to need to take its lumps. And, you know, so we ended up with with five teams that went three and one. Nobody went undefeated. Five of the eight playoff teams went three and one, just beating up on themselves. And those five teams uh, were Can't Touch This, Punishment, TC35, The Runs, and The Whiskey Ducks. And so the number one seed was, was Punishment. They dropped one to TC35 by one, but they ended up uh, having the best run diff and had the number one seed right off the bat. Uh, Whiskey Ducks was the two seed. Matter of fact, their last game, had they lost by four runs, I think by four, to Moxie, Moxie would have made it in and Whiskey Ducks would have been the nine seed and wouldn't have made it in. Just one game, that was just crazy. So Moxie ended up uh, the the team that ended up being odd man out. They only won one game on the day of victory over the Cheese Dogs. Um, they weren't the full strength of, that they normally are uh, with Trent moving to Colorado uh, this summer. And uh, that was a big pitching uh, strength for them, having Trent throw a lot of, a lot of innings. Um, so they just weren't their normal moxie self in the last few months um and they struggled to score runs which surprised me here in medium pitch the the guys they had i would think that they would have had uh, been able to score a few more runs than than they did so it ended up costing them uh and knocked them out so with those five teams uh the other seeds that made it in so the one seed ended up being punishment the two was whiskey ducks three was tc35 four was can't touch this uh, speaking of can't touch this mark austria did not play he coached uh, he is recovering from an injury so they did not have him but they were very very competitive and won a lot of games and did really well the five seed was the runs who also was three and one six seed was mix it up went two and two and seven seed was Ghost Champions, uh, Ben Blackburn's team. They went two and two. And the number eight seed was Water Swings. And that Water Swings almost didn't make it, which is crazy. Water Swings, um, they're an extremely good team. They hit the ball very well. They're all kids that just out of high school, just out of high school baseball. Two of the guys played on the Wise Guys State Championship two years ago. 
So there's a winning pedigree on this on this Water Swings team, and I said a couple of months ago that this team was uh, was going to had to be reckoned with, and um, you know they went down to the MLW uh, uh, tournament in Houston and finished second to the runs uh, in Houston at the MLW tournament. Water Swings has been competitive, highly competitive every game, so they s- snuck in at the eighth seed. Uh, I think it really caught them off guard losing two games. They've been very uh, confident that they were going to be making deep runs in a lot of these tournaments. But these guys are playing the very best teams with the very best players. So that's the big equalizer. You just can't come in off the street and expect to to uh, to crush the ball and, and, and be successful. You, you're playing guys that have been playing for years. So that's so it's the stage is set for the playoffs, and eight teams in. So the first game was uh, the number one seed punishment playing Water Swings. Wow, what a marquee game right off the bat! Um, punishment's got they're loaded. Punishment has sticks up and down the lineup, and they've got a great pitching. Uh, yeah, two of the better pitchers in the in in the tournament, um, and so. It, punishment ends up winning nine to six, knocking Water Swings completely out of the tournament in the first round, which I did not expect. I'll be honest with you. I thought Water Swings was going to make a run at this, but they ended up being two and uh, two and three for the tournament, including their seeding games. Second uh, game, um, the winner of punishment, the punishment winner is going to play face the winner of this game. Can't touch this playing the runs and matter of fact can't touch this just beat the runs about an hour earlier in that day uh, by several runs complete reversal here the runs dominated can't touch this uh, can't touch this just could not score I think um, just could not score and the runs kept scoring it was a 12 to 1 game the runs advanced so now we have the semifinal game of the runs going to play punishment so the five seed playing the one. So down at the bottom part, Whiskey Ducks, number two seed, playing the Ghost Champions. And this was actually a pretty competitive game. Ghost Champions had Ben Blackburn and Lance and um, uh, another kid, new kid coming on that was as a college baseball player that can crush the ball, won the home run derby championship. But uh, Whiskey Ducks came on out on top six to three to advance. Now the upset of the day. I'm not going to lie. This I think this was probably one of the upsets. Uh, TC35, the three seed, playing Mix It Up and Kelsey's team. TC35 could not ju- could not score enough runs. They had several situations where they grounded bases, runners on base, and ground into two or three double plays during the course of that game that just took out into the inning. So Mix It Up wins nine to four to advance to the semifinals against Whiskey Ducks. Let's start there since you just talked about mix it up. Well, they ran out of gas in the semifinals and Whiskey Ducks just took it to them. Win 10 to one to advance to the championship game. Whiskey Ducks on a roll, beating uh, mix it up 10 to one. And the other semifinal game, punishment, the number one seed, they end up falling to the runs. They just couldn't get it going, and the runs kept hitting and hitting and hitting and score 17 runs. 
the most of anybody all day long. 17 runs over punishment, who is pitch pitcher rich uh, a little bit there, and they just ran out of gas, and the runs uh, took it to them. Runs just the, one of the most consistent teams that ever play wiffle ball here is the runs. I mean, they always seem to make get into the playoffs, start making a little bit of a run. Uh, did a fantastic job. And not to mention, they beat Punishment, which is the defending, defending state champions. Knocked them out. So now we have the championship game set. Whiskey Ducks versus the Runs. And wow, I just, I would have expected this game to be a little bit more dramatic. But the Whiskey Ducks, it was their day. They end up shutting out the runs and win seven to nothing. The runs could not scratch anything across the plate after scoring 17 in the semis and 12 in the first round. Didn't score a run. Man, I would not have expected that. Just scratching off a few runs, you would have expected these guys to do that. But Hats off to the Whiskey Ducks. Luis Rodriguez of the Whiskey Ducks pitched, actually hit so well. Didn't pitch, I'm sorry. Um, Vasquez pitched and did a great job. Shut him down. I wish I had two bats. I would have given one to Vasquez for shutting out the runs. You know, these guys, the pitchers. Luis hit, he raked all day. He raked in this championship game hit a couple of home runs, just they couldn't get him out. And Peter, who was pitching, had just told me, he said, I'm thinking about him, think about walking him. And he did walk him. Next guy hits, hits, a, hits a home run. So what do you do? But great job by the Whiskey Ducks winning the state championship for division one. Um, it was a fun day. It was hot. I felt horrible at the end of the day. Started getting sick from heat sickness, and I wasn't even playing. Just standing out there. So, do want to? It was a fun day. Uh, it was a great tournament. I'm looking forward to our fast pitch tournament in uh, now a week and a half. It's not this coming Saturday. The following is the 30th. Um, we have uh, two or three teams coming from out of state pretty excited about that and seeing how the best teams here match up against them um, and it's going to be fun I'll, I'll try to see if I can do another addition to talk about that uh, afterwards but again division one state champions uh, congratulations to the whiskey ducks and congratulations to the division two champs and the rough riders it was a great weekend great whiffs and um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Looking forward to uh, the fast pitch event uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So thank you all for tuning in for this edition of Holy Commutes. It's July 19th, and I will be back again next week with another edition. Later. <laughs>